Hi friends, I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And we're Dead Dead Drunk. Drunk. This week's case is a little different for us drunkies. As you may know, the issue of domestic violence is important to us. In this three-part series, we're going to tell you the story of three domestic violence survivors who fought for their lives against their abuser, and despite surviving, did not gain their freedom. At least, immediately for two of the three. Instead, they were locked up by a system that not only fails to protect them, but actively works against them. This week, we're talking about the Domestic Violence Survivors Justice Act and the story of the women who fought hard for it to exist. One woman in particular this week, Kim Dado Brown. It's still March 2020. No, just kidding. It's 2021 now. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not again. Groundhog's Day, but every March <laughs> it goes back. <laughs> you have to live through the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, so- that'll probably be a movie. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely going to make some movies about COVID, right? <laughs> they have to. Mm-hmm. Or maybe everyone's just going to be like, nope, it didn't happen. No, nope, we're not talking about it ever again. <laughs> and then people in like future years are going to make movies about COVID that don't make any sense because they don't they didn't live through it. And there's no <laughs> records of it. <laughs> there's definitely going to be records of this. We have records of the earliest known pandemic, I think, which is the Black Plague. <laughs> what is more deadly, this or the Black Plague? Do we know? Well, <laughs> in terms of death toll, I'm going to say the Black Death because they didn't know how to handle it. Like, their medicine was literally like, I'm going to put on this really long mask and I'll be fine. That's totally good. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So they did. It took put out. On- it took out at least 75 million people. Yeah. That's insane. Mm hmm. Okay. So. That's Not what it's anywhere close to COVID, but like in my heart it is. Right. I mean, when you think about it, this this isn't our first pandemic. Pandemic. Stand- I was damn pandemic. Pandemic. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. This isn't our first pandemic, but it is the first one that we are all still connected through. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't imagine during the Black Death you just stay in your home and just like pray. Because you don't yeah, know what's going on. And, like, and sew things, probably, and, like, <laughs> twiddle your thumbs. And and try to survive, not knowing what did where it's people, coming from. Like, what did people do? I'm guessing hide, because, like, the dead were piling up outside in the streets. No, but I just mean, like, in general, like, not even during, like, a plague. But, like, what did people do at night in their home? Um... Probably talk to each other, try to stay warm, eat. Um. <laughs> what did they talk about? <laughs> I don't know what they did that day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just convinced that it's not a time that I would have liked to live. Oh, no. 
Pro- probably not. <laughs> Sorry, 1300s. No. 2020 definitely. is better than, than the 1300s, at least. Oh, uh, yeah. For a few reasons. Electricity being one. Um, plumbing. That's nice. <laughs> that is true. I didn't even think of that. I don't even like to go camping. So I've right. actually never I've never technically camped, I guess. It's I mean, obviously, it's not pleasant because you don't have a bathroom. Yeah, like I, I don't want to poop in a hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Personally, it's not something that I've ever felt the urge to do. Yeah, like that's cool so, if that's your thing, but yeah. like, no, 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 thanks, no, thank you. Anyway, while that was a good pandemic segue <laughs> for a second, let's go to our cocktail, shall we? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> our cocktail for today goes by the name Purple Mist, and I picked it purely for the color. The color purple is a symbol of peace, courage, survival, honor, and dedication to ending violence. It's the color for Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which is October, and serves as a salute to domestic violence survivors. Also, it's a pretty cool cocktail color and one of my my favorites. Um, So what you're going to do for this cocktail is combine two ounces of vodka, half an ounce of blue curacao, and half an ounce of cranberry juice in a shaker with some ice. Shake that up and garnish with a lime twist and that's it awesome that actually sounds like pretty good yeah and lie. super easy yeah <laughs> it's like a cranberry vodka with some blue yeah so now that you've got your purple mist are you ready for the case drink up dead drunkies all right first let's go over some basic facts about domestic violence For all those horrible people out there that say that these women could have just left, which is infuriating to me. And Mm -hmm. if you're a woman and that response doesn't bother you, it should. (laughs) That's what we're telling you. The female code says, get aggravated at that phrase. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) here's some information on that. Did you know that according to the Domestic Violence Intervention Program, within the two weeks that victims try to leave their abusers, they are 70 times more likely to get killed by their abusive partner? That just gave me chills. That's disgusting. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's true. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's not always easy to leave. And although this particular episode is not about Nikki, I will say that the first time we shared anything about Nikki, we immediately got somebody saying she should have left she could have left she could that is not always the case if you can leave safely and you do congratulations that's great that is not always the case for everyone preach there are also always well not always there are also some people that would say these women could have gone to the police for protection however as we know the police focus mostly on responding to crimes not preventing them According to a 10-city study, one-third of homicide victims with temporary protection orders were murdered within the first month of filing the order. Wow. Yeah. They're not out there to protect you from crime. They're there to come afterwards, which is frustrating. Finally, let's talk about the double standard that is our legal system. Woohoo! We already know that men and women are not treated equally in this country, but did you know that men serve less time for killing a woman than a woman serves for killing a man? No. Yep. According to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, the average prison sentence for a, for men who kill their female partner is two to six years. 
What? The average sentence for women who kill their male partners is 15 years. What? Mm-hmm. If this is a man can kill their female partner and go to jail for two to six years. Mm-hmm. While a woman will be facing up to 15 years, at least. Oh, my God. That's despite the fact that, as stated by the NCADV's findings, most women kill their abusive partners in self-defense. 75% of the women in prison are survivors of domestic violence. Oh, my God. And a lot of them, again, killed in self-defense. 75%? Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. All of my this information... I know. This is so... <laughs> just to let you know, when I wrote this case up, I just kept getting angrier and angrier and angrier. I can picture so, you at your computer like... like damn yeah, I you just <laughs> feel so angry about it it mm -hmm. doesn't make sense mm -hmm. and if you're not angry boy am <laughs> i gonna get you angry because you should be angry men and women should be angry this is ridiculous we cannot go out of the house without <laughs> feeling safe that's just being a woman mm -hmm. <laughs> in the world but on top of that if you find a way if you feel that your life is threatened, and in some cases, not just your life, but the life lives of your children are threatened by a partner, and you take that partner's life, you don't get away from that partner. You're just mm -hmm. imprisoned. Mm -hmm. Anyway. All of this information can be found on the website for the upcoming documentary film, And So I Stayed, which is the inspiration for today's episode and the following two. In their own words, And So I Stayed is a forthcoming documentary about survivors of abuse fighting for their lives and spending years behind bars. This is the story of how the legal system gets domestic violence wrong. It is a moving portrait of Kim, Tanisha, and Nikki, three survivors whose strikingly similar stories are separated by over 30 years. None of them were believed, and each of them was criminalized for fighting back. This film is made for and by survivors. For them, us, to feel heard, seen, and believed. We're partnering with Sanctuary for Families, a New York City-based nonprofit organization that serves victims of domestic violence. So the film reaches survivors who are incarcerated, living with their abuser, or are healing after leaving a violent relationship. So the film, right now, is for the entire month of March, they've been running a donation campaign. And right now, I believe until the end of March... We'll include links so that if you are willing and have the means to, you can donate to the film. Um, now through tomorrow, unfortunately, because uh, I'm bad at timing episodes, donations to And So I Stayed will be doubled, matched by a another donating source that I'm forgetting the name of. But <laughs> anyway, we will link to that uh, on our Facebook page and in the show notes and everywhere that we can put a link. Yes. So, now let's get into the case of Kim. I'm so sorry about the this second name. I'm just not getting it right. Dado Brown. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let's just talk about Kim. Honestly, I started to write up her story in my own words. But Natalie Patillo, 
at narratively told the story so beautifully that I felt the need to share her words with you instead. So here's Kim's story as written by Natalie Patillo. On the night of December 17th, 1991, Kim Dado's boyfriend Darnell Sanders drove up to her mother's house. He waited for her in his car, parked on the street. It was around midnight and there was snow everywhere from a storm that had hit Rochester, New York. Hard. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Dado was happy to see him even though he was high. The car reeked from the fumes of weed laced with cocaine. Her dark wavy hair bounced as she quickly ran back into the house to get air freshener to spray in the car. She was hopeful that things were finally going to get better. All she wanted was his love. For four years, Dado had received beatings and death threats from Sanders, the six-foot-tall, 250-pound man who said he loved her. When she returned, the two 25-year-olds started kissing. Then he told her to perform oral sex on him. Um, she refused. Bitch, who are you giving my ass to? He yelled incessantly. Dado has maintained since then that Sanders often raped her if she didn't comply with his demands for sex. This time, she pushed him off. He hit her in the face and thigh before grabbing her throat. He used his left hand to choke her and his right hand to push her head down. The last thing she heard was, this is it, bitch. She recalls his entire upper body leaning over on her and pressing her down and forward. Sanders outweighed Dado by about 50 pounds and was much taller and stronger than her. She tried to yank the door handle but realized that the power locks were on. He was too heavy to push off. I couldn't breathe and I started to panic for my life, she says. She reached for the gun Sanders kept under the passenger seat. The police found Sanders' frozen body collapsed in a snowbank. He had been shot six times. Dado was charged with manslaughter in the first degree and sentenced to 8 to 25 years. She was denied early release five times by a parole board even though she stayed out of trouble while incarcerated and spent 17 years behind bars before her release in 2008. Oh my god. So she literally was defending herself in the moment. Mm-hmm. And still yeah. ended up in jail for 17 years. That's yes. crazy. It is. And it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. And I know that some people would say, oh, well, why was she with him in the first place? It wasn't... It wasn't always mm -hmm. like that. You have to understand, there's like... They don't start out at the height of abuse, they start out convincing you that they're a good guy, saying all the right things, doing all the right things, seeming to love you, to trick you into a false sense of security. And then by the time you realize that you are in danger, it's, it's a little too late. Or it's not, and you can leave. But, you know, there are varying levels mm -hmm. to this. And this one was obviously bad. Over the course of their four-and-a-half-year relationship, Dado had Sanders arrested for physical assault five times. But that doesn't stop the abuse. Natalie noted in her article, quote, According to the National Hotline for Domestic Violence, it's common for victims of trauma to go back to their abusers because while they want the violence to stop, they don't want the relationship to end. The same was true for Kim, and as with most of these relationships, like I said, it didn't start out violent. According to Natalie's article, quote, the trouble started with a marriage proposal. She and Sanders knew each other in high school, but didn't date until they were 21. After two months, he proposed. He wanted her to have his grandmother's wedding ring. 
She was in love with Sanders but wasn't ready for marriage, she explains. After yelling at her for being ungrateful, he smacked her in the face. And that was the beginning of the abuse. Oh, my God. Despite those arrest records, Kim was still painted as a calculated killer by the prosecutor, Angela Reyes. When the case went to court, Reyes claimed to have no records corroborating Sanders' arrests. Reyes also claimed to the court that Kim's diary, quote, proved that she couldn't be a victim of partner abuse. Simply because, in the diary, Kim wrote about having a sexual relationship with another man. What? I know. The diary, luckily, was not allowed to be admitted as evidence because, obviously, it doesn't pertain to the case at all. Yeah, good. Still, Reyes kept Kim's diary on her desk during the trials to try and scare her even further. For some reason, this prosecutor thought, oh, if she can see it, then she'll be scared into it. And this prosecutor is a woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just makes it, like, a hundred times yeah. worse. <laughs> Ray is, insist- is insistent that the fact that she kept the diary on her desk there for Kim to see is the reason why Kim never took the stand. Which I think is just the stupidest, most ignorant thing to think. Can you imagine mm-hmm. wanting to relive all of that abuse on the stand in front of a ton of people? No. Exactly. Because it's it sounds horrific. In every sense of the word. You don't want to live through it one time. Right. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard. But no matter what her reasoning was, Kim did not take the stand. And so the judge refused to admit all of the police reports, hospital records, battered women, shelter reports, and witness statements attesting to the abuse. What? I somehow connected to the fact that she didn't testify. I don't see how. But for some reason, the judge decided we're not going to allow any of these very valid pieces of evidence into the case. What he did allow was some evidence about battered women's syndrome. But obviously, it wasn't enough to convince a jury. Yeah. In October 1992, Kim was found guilty. Protesters stood outside with signs reading, Bring justice to battered women. Free Kim Dado. None of the hard That's evidence mattered. To something. Yeah. Does <laughs> all of this sound a little familiar? Yeah. Yeah. For us, it does. When we tell you about the following two cases, you'll you'll think back to this one and think, oh, mm-hmm. that sounds very notice similar. A pattern. Yeah, yeah, you'll start to notice a pattern. Unfortunately, nothing in the pattern really changes until a little bit recently when these mm-hmm. people get the justice that they deserve which is being released (laughs) anyway kim told natalie from narratively quote so put me in prison for 17 years because i wrote in my diary about seeking comfort in a former lover while darnell was beating me that makes the abuse go away seriously yeah it's ridiculous Luckily, Kim was released in 2008, and since then, she has worked tirelessly as an advocate for domestic violence survivors. In 2016, she actively lobbied for the passage of the Domestic Violence Survivors Justice Act, which New York passed in 2019. And as we've said before, this legislation expands expands the situations in which judges can consider domestic violence survivors' abuse when determining sentences for those who committed offenses under the duress of domestic violence. For new sentences, the law took effect on May 14th, 2019. Yep. <laughs> so, and I think with all the evidence that Kim had, 
I would like to think that she, had it happened now, she wouldn't have gotten the sentence that she did get. And had the evidence been presented in court. Yeah. Now, I promise we are not Cuomo fans, but he is the one who signed the law, and this is what he said about it. Quote, the vast majority of incarcerated women have experienced physical or sexual violence in their lifetime, and too often these women wind up in prison in the first place because they're protecting themselves from an abuser. By signing this critical piece of our 2019 women's justice agenda, we can help ensure the criminal justice system takes into account that reality and empowers vulnerable New Yorkers rather than just putting them behind bars. While we appreciate the sentiment behind this, it has so far not been used correctly. Next episode in part two of our series, we will talk about Tanisha Davis, the first and only woman to be released from prison early due to the Domestic Violence Survivors Justice Act, which is a good thing. That's it mm-hmm. working correctly. And with and the that push, just happened so recently. So hopefully it did. It just happened this you know. month. Tanisha Davis was released this month. And I mean, with the help of the legislative team, her own defense team, the Domestic Violence Survivors Justice Act, Kim and the crew from And So I Stayed, who mm-hmm. were there to greet her when she came out of prison. Oh, that makes me want to cry. <laughs> they, the crew from And So I Stayed were there with her son and her family and were ready to pick her up and take her home. It's, it, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So then in part three, we will talk about the first woman who was sentenced with the new law in place. And to the surprise of nobody, it wasn't taken into account. She's still got 19 years. You've heard us talk about her before. We did a fundraiser for her in October to support her appeal efforts. And her case is special because it's local to us. That's the case of Nicole Adamondo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the best way. After you get really angry, you're just like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I just hope that other cases like Nikki's... I mean, I mean, we'll talk about it <laughs> in the future. I don't want to give too much away, but I mean, you guys know the gist. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I hope pe- people start actually using this law and yeah. <laughs> thinking about it when sentencing women, but it kind of seems like there's like a whole stigma yeah. already based on like the stats that you provided earlier. Like <laughs> oh, a man could go to jail for two. D- I can't get over that. You murder your girlfriend and you go to jail for six years and then you're out. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that insane? It, it really is. And so. the, there's so many cases where the woman, I mean, this is just from me watching investigation discovery. There's so many instances where the woman is trying to leave or has a plan to leave. And then you never see her again. So, and that's why so many of these women are, like Nikki said in her sentencing statement to the court, alive, but still not free. Mm -hmm. So, although you may be raging with us right now, we do have some good news for you in part two with the release of Tanisha Davis. And I will say that this does bode well for Nikki's appeal. At least in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Because now she has some another instance of this happening to, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But after all of this serious talk, 
let's plug our socials and then I want to quiz you to see it's not really a quiz I just want you to pick (laughs) a lot of desserts and then we're gonna figure out what season you're most like that sounds so great to me what a beautiful way to decompress yeah (laughs) so anyway if you want to join us on Facebook to discuss this or tell us something that you are strongly pissed off about and want us to cover and just want to yell into the void about you can share that with us at our email at deaddrunkpod at gmail.com you can come talk to us on facebook on our main page at dead drunk a true crime podcast or on our special second page which is just for you to talk to us called <laughs> dead drunk discussions i did post something there about and so i stayed so if you'd like to go over to facebook right now you can find the page right from dead drunk discussions and follow that to and so i stayed and then follow that to their website yeah but for an easier route you can find them linked on our website at the bottom of this this episode's blog post at deaddrunkpodcast.com you can tweet at us if you like we're still on the tweeters at we are <laughs> technically on the tweeters at dead drunk crime <laughs> technically we have an account technically <laughs> we're much more active over on our instagram at <laughs> dead drunk crime where you could see a picture of this drink and i don't know whatever else we're gonna post this week yeah i've been bad at posting <laughs> and i want to take I, full I've responsibility been bad too. don't it's also my responsibility we share the responsibility <laughs> and we're sorry <laughs> shall we guys we're sorry but you can let us know what you want to see. Bug us on Instagram. What do you want from us? Yeah, <laughs> what do you want from me? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember Adam Lambert? Where is he now? I do. I've never not thought about him. He actually <laughs> appeared in Ratatouille, the musical, the TikTok musical. No, ah, uh, who um, did he play? Emil, the the friend. <laughs> And he's also, isn't he in Queen? I feel like he's doing pretty well for himself after American Idol. What's Queen? The band Queen. Wait, what? (laughs) He is the lead singer of Queen. Okay, Queen was Freddie Mercury back in the day. So there's a new Queen? Is that what what you're telling me? Queen. Okay. (laughs) It's just now it's Adam Lambert. Okay, I was just so confused. I was like the queen that I know has Freddie. Yes, Mercury. it's the same queen. Okay. <laughs> it's the same queen. <laughs> All right, he's okay. the new Freddie. Oh, that's fantastic. No, he could never. He could never. But <laughs> still, yeah. good for him. Good for him. Did I forget something? Oh, we are still on Patreon. You can find uh, a bunch of extra stuff on Patreon. You can find extra episodes, spooky shooters. We're going to start having debates where we just talk about things, which is basically just an episode, but it's just an excuse to talk about more things, like outside of crime, but still crime related. You know, if that makes sense. <laughs> it Does will, any it of will. this make sense? <laughs> if it doesn't, come check it out and, you know, you'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, you can find that at uh, patreon.com slash drunk. Also, if you haven't caught up, we have completely unlocked Israel Keys. We have. I mean, we haven't heard anything from the FBI as of yet, but... But I think they probably have us on speed dial. Yeah, they're probably looking into it right now. Yeah. Maybe they're watching us from a spy satellite. I don't know. Hello? Yeah, they're, um, they're probably listening <laughs> through our phones and being like, 
these girls did not unlock shit. <laughs> they're so, they think they're so slick. <laughs> Wouldn't it be so funny if you just got a call one day that was like, hey, can you stop? You're wrong. Well, you're very wrong. <laughs> Thanks. Thank anyway, you. we think we're pretty right, and you can find that over, over on our Patreon. Yes. All, all the episodes. That's a all full day. series. That's a full series. You can All listen day. to it. Yeah, if you have nothing to do, if you have no job, yeah, you're just waiting on that eight, stimulus check. I think there's eight of them. Yeah, so go ahead so, over there. Yeah, do it. That's a solid work day. Sit there, listen to all that, and yeah. then tell us what you think. I would love to know. We also have merch, and if you can think of anything that you might want on a shirt, Tierney has a cricket, so. I do. I can cricket it for you. I made 12 shirts yesterday. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. All right, are you ready to find out uh, if you're more summer, fall, winter, or spring? Based on my dessert choices. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so first you have to pick a sweet breakfast item. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to describe these pictures for you as in much detail as I can. Um, so the first one, it looks like a sad crepe. It <laughs> has some chocolate drizzle on it and some whipped cream and I think some ice cream, but it's all kind of melting and it's Ugh. it's interesting to look at. Um, next, we have some pancakes that look, they might have some multigrain in them. Um, mm. There's raspberries on them and a big pad of butter and lots of syrup. They're actually pretty mm. beautiful. They might be blueberry pancakes or something. I don't know. They have something in though. them. Um and then we have some delicious looking cinnamon rolls. Mm -hmm. And then we also have chocolate croissants. Mm. Uh, I don't know. My immediately thought my immediate thought was cinnamon rolls. But yeah. pancakes are so freaking good. They look really delicious. Let's oh go my. with the pancakes. All right. Because okay. pancakes, that's like a full meal for me. Cinnamon mm. buns, I have two and I'm gonna be hungry. It's kind in an of hour. a lot, yeah. Yeah. It's like too sweet, but like but it's Delicious, not enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's not yep. going to keep me full. Right. All right. So next, pick a treat. We have what looks like a peanut butter sundae with vanilla ice cream. So we know that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> we then have hot chocolate, I think. It has marshmallows mm. and chocolate like dripping down the side of it. Ew. Yeah. Just like it's messily put in yeah, the cup. <laughs> it looks like a nightmare, but yeah. Um, <laughs> then we have a chocolate frosted donut with lots of rainbow sprinkles. Mm. And then a strawberry milkshake. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm gonna go with the strawberry milkshake. Mm hmm That was that's my that's always my choice at four H. So delicious. Mm -hmm. I love a good milkshake. We went to Cumberland Farms yesterday, and although we didn't get one, we realized that they have a for real machine. Oh my god! I forgot about days. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked pretty dope. That was so exciting that they installed that while we were there, right? Yeah, and it was I very so. exciting to learn how to use it. Just yes. the first time, though, because yeah. after that, it was like, no, I don't want that. Like, but now they have like <laughs> acai bowl ones, so you can like what the get, fuck? I'm like, we're totally going to get one and then coming home and putting like a bunch of fruit on it because we <laughs> live in walking distance to Cumberland Farms. Like, yeah, we're doing it. Okay, That's pick awesome. another sweet. We have a very fudgy looking brownie. There's actually three of them in like a tower. Oh, wow. They have chocolate frosting on them, obviously. 
Um, then we have some macarons. We have a pink one, a purple one, a green one, a yellow one. They look pretty good. Um, we then have what looks like maybe it's French toast, but uh, it's really like a triple decker sandwich with strawberries and whipped cream. It's very odd. I have actually okay. never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah, that's weird. It's like bread, whipped cream, strawberries, bread, whipped cream, strawberries, bread. That sounds like a casserole of French toast. <laughs> It's toast. very interesting. <laughs> but like the bread doesn't look like French toast. It just looks like white bread. Hmm. Uh, All right. And then we have um, strawberry popsicles that look like they have pieces of strawberries inside them. Oh, that sounds pretty good. I do love the fruit bars, but honestly, the macarons... I love them. Macron. I love those so much. And the accent, I was going to pick them before Macron. the accent, but like the accent was so good. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, pick another sweet. We have little fruit tarts. It looks like um, it's like a yellow filling with mangoes and blueberries. Okay. We have a really chocolatey cake that looks like it might have a ra- raspberry drizzle on part of it. Um, mm. Then there are some other kind of fruit cookies are they tarts i'm not really sure cookies <laughs> tarts i don't know they're like cookies with icing like pink icing and then there's like fruit on top of them okay that's weird and then a piece of plain cheesecake with a raspberry and a blueberry on top that yes. one okay <laughs> i like yeah. cheesecake so it's not just because that's the one that made sense to me mm-hmm. but <laughs> Yeah. But also. <laughs> All right. Pick another sweet surprise. Um, we have <laughs> another fruit tart. This is has raspberries and blackberries in it. Then mm-hmm. we have a blueberry cobbler, it looks like. Mm, nice. A chocolate peanut butter blossom cookie or a chip witch. Ooh. Uh, chip witch. <laughs> All right. Pick yet another sweet. <laughs> um, we have some cookies that have some jam in them. They're not okay. something cookies, but it's the same vibe. We have some... Uh, I want to say those are snickerdoodles, but I can't mm-hmm. be too sure. I love those. <laughs> uh, some glazed donuts Ooh. or some cookies with sprinkles on them that look like leaves donuts acorns. it's the donuts for me okay. <laughs> it's the donuts for me dog <laughs> all right waffles banana bread uh it looks like a frappuccino of some kind or vanilla cupcakes banana bread I honestly love banana bread you get good uh, banana bread you put it in a pan to like lightly toast it on both sides put some butter on it oh my god it's so good it's so good yeah <laughs> all right green ice cream i'm gonna say it's either green tea or pistachio oh it's green, i didn't even though. know they're they're making green tea now oh yeah <laughs> um cherry danish and i only know that that's what it's called because there's uh some writing in the picture i would have said like a donut with with cherries <laughs> on the inside a sunday that looks like it is, it is of sorbet it's like a blue scoop a raspberry looking scoop and a mango looking scoop 
I don't know what mm-hmm. the blue one is, but okay. Or a milkshake that I th- think it has caramel. The milkshake then. <laughs> Although, honestly, I think I would pick anything that has caramel, you know? Yeah, I love caramel. <laughs> the caramel's like coming out of it a lot. Okay. Oh, I love that. Then we have a look some like some kind of meringue pie. Um some kind of apple pie. Um a toasted almond kind of pie that has raspberries on it or mm-hmm. ooh is that a toffee pie or no? Is that those are peanuts. It must be a chocolate and peanut. What was the second pie again? Apple. Oh. Was there a blueberry? No. Oh. Then what There's the hell is raspberries the point? with almonds. Mm. I guess. Okay. <laughs> it it looks better than I'm describing it. And it lo- <laughs> like I don't I don't really know exactly what kind of pie that is, but it looks good. Okay. Um a vanilla strawberry ice cream cake, I think. Um, we have a tiramisu, we have a rainbow cake, and then a vanilla cake. Um, are they all cakes? Kinda, yeah. Ugh. Uh, pick the best looking one, because like, I honestly... one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> the one that's not cake? <laughs> yes, Yeah. <laughs> All right, pick a cupcake. We have a chocolate cupcake. It might have peanut butter icing on it. I cannot tell. Um, what looks like a lemon cupcake, a strawberry cupcake that has like a cool strawberry on top. Oh, that's cool. It has like cho- a white chocolate covered strawberry on top. And then some other kind of red, maybe red velvet with oh, vanilla icing. That one. But it's probably got cream cheese icing. Probably. Red velvet. The red velvet. All right, lit. All right, pick a candy. Starburst, gummy worms, um, the chocolates that come like on Valentine's Day, or peanut butter cups. Mm. What was the first one? Starbursts. Yeah, that one. Love a good Starburst. <laughs> this is like a lot of sweets, Buzzfeed. Yeah. Um, Nutella, cookie dough, chocolate peanut butter, something, or a lemon cake tart cookie cookie dough it's cookie dough every time (laughs) um a pop tart a chocolate milkshake with an oreo in it regular oreos or fried oreos fried oreos yeah that was the right right (laughs) that was the right choice (laughs) pick yet another strawberry shortcake ice cream pop marshmallows chocolate cake or vanilla parfait of some kind. Oh, the strawberry shortcake pop, I think. Those are so good. Yeah. All right. A chocolate lava cake, vanilla cupcake, caramel apple with chocolate, or <laughs> or a different chocolate cake. <laughs> the lava cake, I guess. Okay. Oh my god, how many more? Okay, two more, two more. <laughs> okay. Um something I don't know. Oh, I think it's fudge. Um okay. a like jello vanilla thing. Um a chocolate peanut butter mug cake or chocolate covered strawberries. 
Chocolate covered strawberries. The right answer. All right, last one. <laughs> a muffin. <laughs> um, a carrot cupcake. Ooh. A some kind of vanilla looking beverage with cinnamon on top. Or a green chunk of something. <laughs> uh the um the carrot cupcake. Okay, cool. All right, drum roll, please. You are winter. What? How did it arrive at that answer? <laughs> I don't know. There's just something very comforting about you, and you tend to bring a sense of calm with you wherever you go. You're the kind of person who loves nothing more than curling up on the couch with a hot cup of hot cocoa and a good movie. I mean, I like hot cocoa. I don't feel I bring a calming presence wherever <laughs> I go, though. <laughs> You're calming a little bit. You know. A little bit? You're a little bit calm, you know? You're somewhat calm. <laughs> You can be <laughs> calm from time to time. You can be calm <laughs> in an anxiety-riddled kind of way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yet again, BuzzFeed has nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> it's really nailed, nailed it. it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming, junkies. I bet <laughs> you. Thanks I'm for joining spring, us. We hope that you join us for the next two episodes in this series and. If you'd like to, you can join us on Patreon, too. We'd love to see you over there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait. I completely forgot about something until just now. I meant to announce this to you earlier. Wanted to do when we were recording. We have officially reached 20,000 downloads of our podcast. That's so great. Yay. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for that. Yeah. Isn't that? I feel like that's like a milestone. I'm proud of us. And that we couldn't really have done milestone. it without all of you. So thank yes. you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking thank with us. Thank you to the Academy. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy <laughs> and the Lord. <laughs> Speaking of the Academy, you guys should watch Promising Young Woman. It's like a really, really good movie. And I have my nails done like her right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, they look really pretty. Oh, my God. Thanks. <laughs> They're like pastel-y. Eastery, fun. <laughs> but yeah. Eastery, right. It's spring. Happy spring. Enjoy the weather. If it's nice by you, if it's not, just wait a moment. It'll get <laughs> You'll nice. You'll get there. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We'll see you in the next episode. Yay. Best wishes. Warmest regards.